What is going on, guys? This is your host, Josue. Thank you guys for stopping in on another episode here on The Simple Christian. Guys, on the previous episode of Boundaries That Needs to Be Respected, I mentioned a short story towards the end that I said I would fill you guys in and give you guys some insight. The story here deserves a lot of ears. You know, a great rapper by the name of Lecrae says that if you live for those acceptance, you will die by their rejections. I think he, I think quotes like that comes to mind most likely when you're in the shower, right? Ever wonder why some of the most philosophical thoughts are in the shower? I think that quote probably came from the shower moment. Now, how does that quote relate to today's story? Well, when you're at work, you can't win all your employees. And in some degrees, you shouldn't really strive for that. You know, you're commanded in scripture to go into the world and preach the gospel, share the gospel. In all four corners, Mark 16, 15, go into all the worlds, all the nations. When you're at work, when you're at church, when you're at the public sphere, anyone, you're talking about Christ, you're telling them about Jesus, and you're talking about cars and basketball whatever the case is right because you can't just talk jesus like each person has a different personality and so each one has to be approached differently and you have to respect that you have to respect that everyone is different everyone has a different way of being communicated you can't just talk to someone like the way that you know if someone's a baller you can't talk to them like they're a chef and if someone's a chef you can't talk to them like they're a you know, mechanic, everyone is tuned and everyone has their own respectful box. And, and you just have to, in some way, you know, uh, become like them so you can win them. Uh, a man by the name of Paul once said that. Now, what happens when you can't win them? What happens when you try too hard to try to win them and you don't? And you almost get depressed because you can't. Well, sometimes you can start to compromise. Maybe you start to compromise your values, your character, your Christian walk with Christ to somehow win them. You try to earn their acceptance. You try to say, well, maybe if I partake in their in their jokes, maybe if I say certain things that will make them say, wow, he's kind of one of us, I can win them. You know, or... You know, that can be a double-edged sword. By, by doing that, you're actually stabbing yourself. You're falling on your own sword because now those around you who you're trying to win may say, whoa, this guy really isn't as strong in the faith, um, you know, the way I thought he was. He's, he's almost compromising his faith to be like one of us. And I think it's really important, guys, to do what Jesus done and or has done and, and, and it's to... You know, get away from the crowd at times and go pray and say, Lord, I'm I, trying to win certain people. I really want them to come to the knowledge and truth, but they're not. And, and you have to also understand that the weight of it isn't your responsibility. See, we're responsible through Scripture to preach the gospel, but we can't win people per se. Right? We can't convert people. That is a work of the Holy Spirit. We can't change them. We can guide them. We can be the guiding post. But we can't change them. 
It's our responsibility to make the gospel known to them. Romans 10 says, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news, right? It also says, you know, how will they hear unless someone preaches the gospel to them? And so it is our job. It's not just a particular kind of people's job. It's not like I have the, the gift of, 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 of preaching the gospel and you don't. And so you're exempted from preaching the gospel. The Bible says it's very clear that we all need to be sharing the gospel. That's all our jobs. That's everyone's part in this great commission. That's what the great commission is. None of us are exempted from doing that. And so we all must adhere to what God tells us. We are to preach. It doesn't say we have to win everyone because we can't win them. We can just present to them the gospel message. They are going to make the conscious decision to either accept or decline. But one thing we do often is compromise. Don't compromise, guys. I'm so serious. I'm being very serious here. Compromising is a great defeater. It's a great defeater. It, it defeats you. It crumbles you. And you, you walk out confused. You wonder how often or how faithful you really are when you compromise. And it, and it never really works. Don't, don't compromise. I had a friend of mine who was just telling me, I'm trying to win some employees. But their jokes are just filthy. And I, I try to stick around and I'll laugh to their filthy jokes. And it becomes hard because I'm trying to find a way to somehow navigate the gospel to them. But I really want them to come to knowledge and truth of God. Sometimes you just got to walk away, guys. You can't throw your pros among swines, among pigs. They're not going to appreciate it. And that's referring to wisdom, but really, they're not going to appreciate your words. They're really already, uh, you know, suppressing the truth of God. They know God exists. It's not like they don't know. They know God already exists. But they just don't want to adhere to God. And you telling them the news isn't like that's the first time they've heard it. But it's still our responsibility to make sure that they hear it again. Maybe differently. Maybe it's not our job to always preach the gospel to four or five people at the same time. I think it's very effective when you can have a one-on-one conversation. Maybe even two, two and one. But I think one-on-one is typically a very um, effective way because there's not someone else intervening or in interjecting it's just one-on-one like we're not playing we're not playing games i'm not trying to one-up you i'm telling you the truth god loves you your sin has separated you from god and you are living under the wrath of god on john 3 and you need to repent of your sin or else hell will continue to deepen its roots into your achilles heel It's going to drag you. And so that's the message. I mean, that's the kind of of desire and love we must have for each person. Whenever I have group discussions in the streets and I pass out Bible tracts, and there's there's a lot of people, it can be intimidating because each person feeds off the next person's like joke. And 
rarely do I come across a group of people who are actually listening and they're really in tuned. My advice, guys, be obedient, trust the Holy Spirit, and trust in what the Holy Spirit will say. Don't go in with the intention of trying to convert them. Go in with the intention of putting a rock in their shoe and making them feel uncomfortable with the truth of God. And make yourself available. Make yourself available. And you wouldn't know. I mean, maybe one person out of the five person would actually contact you. You know, if you get that opportunity, though. If you make it work and you, you ask for wisdom, then hopefully, hopefully, by God's grace, it will reach back, you know. Um, don't force it, though. I mean, ultimately, that's a workplace. And um, you don't want to make it feel uncomfortable. Do reach out. Maybe show them your Instagram. Maybe they can see your page. Maybe show them your Facebook. Maybe they can see you live. Maybe you can see your post. Right? Make yourself available to them. Sit down with them at breakfast or lunch, however the place is. If you're working at a workplace and have a 30-minute break, make time to go and sit with them and talk with them. Hey, sit with me. Let's just have a small little chat, you know, and then navigate the gospel there. Talk about God. They're not going to probably say no. I mean, I, I've, I've rarely had someone say, I do not want to talk about God. Most people talk about God. There is a reason why God says in the, in, in the Psalms that he has written eternity in the hearts of man. I'm sorry, that's Ecclesiastes. It's the reason why God has written eternity in our hearts. Because everyone thinks about it. Everyone thinks about it. So make yourself available. Pray to God for wisdom. And continue pursuing and fighting the good fight. Until next time, guys. Catch you guys later. Deuces.